Good evening, you're about to listen to the Odd Pod. We don't know why, however we are grateful you chose to. We do wish to inform you that the views, opinions and overall morality, do not necessarily reflect those of the station, sponsors or musical entities. If you should choose to continue, and we sincerely hope that you do. Just know, we try to advise you against these actions and we are not responsible for any damage done to your sanity, morals or ideals. Thank you, here comes that terrible siren. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Dr. Cookie, the doctor is in. The doctor is in. How you doing, Cookie? A little insane. Well, I mean, you're in good company then. Yeah. Uh, we we used to call it the asylum. Now it's more of the auditorium. It's all the same. Yeah. It's all yeah. the same amount of crazy. Bunch of weirdos in a room listening to music talking about shit. Much. <laughs> So goes our life. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, so this week didn't go any way that I kind of wanted it to. Um, uh, it was problematic. Monday I had a my was recovering from a migraine. Tuesday Ollie had a migraine. Wednesday we tried to go DoorDash and it was just dead. There was nothing. I, I sat out there for hour and a half, two hours, and nothing. Everybody dashed out. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so I came home and started puttering around. Uh, I actually got to play video games again. I hadn't done that in a while. That's a bit. It's been about a month since I last touched video games before this. What are you doing? I, I just, dude. I had two weeks worth of websites that, to to build. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, that takes a lot. Yeah, and when C++? you're C plus plus, no, actually, not that bad, but still minor fixes after. Like the design is fairly easy. I, I've got it down in my head on how to 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 put together each website. Usually, right off the bat, when the customer tells me. Okay. Um, but what ends up happening is is minor fixes, things that don't quite work the way they're supposed to with each other, and you have to go in and, and push and nudge and tweak. Yeah. Um, but uh, two weeks' worth of websites, and, and when you're, you're staring at a screen, because not only am I doing the websites, but I've got to aggro, aggregate content for the show as well at the same time. By the time I was done staring at screens and I was like, okay, I need a break, the last thing I wanted to do is grab a controller and stare at a screen. It got to the point where I needed some form of media intake that wasn't me staring at screens. I signed up for a free trial of Audible and downloaded two audiobooks because (laughs) it's... It's uh, better than staring at a screen after you've been doing it so long. Yeah, I actually did the same thing at one point and got uh, Hillbilly Elgie. Okay. It's very odd to say the least. You would love it. Okay. It is on Netflix as a movie as well. It just came out, I think. Uh, I was reading, or having read to me, can you count it as reading? Is an audiobook count as reading? Yes, it's Being still a book. Too, I would say. But yeah, anyway, you want to do it. Okay, well, <laughs> however you want to say it, um, it. A story called A Dirty Job. It is by uh, an author, Christopher Moore. Uh, Christopher Moore has a unique and dark, twisted sense of humor, and he writes about things that are um, fantastical. Uh, 
gods and wizards and reapers and things like that. Like, it's not high fantasy like you would think with Lord of the Rings or anything like that. But I, I don't know how to describe the worlds that he writes. But he's one of my favorite authors, and A Dirty Job is one of my favorite books. It was actually my entry point for that author. Um, and it's read by, I can't think of his name right now. I, I want to say the last name is Stevens. But um, I can place the face. Uh, both of you saw the Super Mario movie, right? At some point in the last... Oh, the original Mario. one? Yeah. Yeah. So he was one of the two henchmen. He was the smarter of the two. I think it was Spike. Okay. Uh, but it's it's read by him, and he does a fantastic job with the book. So uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. And then the other audiobook is uh, research for uh, upcoming episode. I wish you could customize books to have people read them that you want to read them. Like, I think uh, Dr. Seuss by James Earl Jones would be hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> that'd, that'd be a great book. I mean, I think theoretically you could get what you want. You'd have to go about it a weird way. So, you know how you know how there's that website, Cameo? Okay. <laughs> okay, Cameo is basically your celebrities, and you can pay them to say whatever you oh, want okay. them to say yeah, within like reason. Yeah, right. theoretically, if the price was right, you could pay a celebrity. Like if James Earl Jones was on there and was willing to, you could pay him on yeah, Cameo. He charges you two hundred bucks to say Happy Birthday, Ace. He's going to charge me twenty five thousand dollars to read Doctor Seuss. He might. <laughs> But you can have it if you if have you the money. Imagine Samuel L. Jackson reading it. <laughs> you know what? No, I don't have to because I've heard Samuel L. Jackson read "Go the Fuck to Sleep." Yeah, yeah that's, that's, <laughs> a, I've heard that. That's funny. Gilbert Gottfried reading "The Princess and the Pea." Oh my God! Gilbert Gottfried reading yes. anything is just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my back! Oh, Lord. Uh, so, um, I sent it to Cookie. I didn't send it to you. I'm sorry. It's fine. Um, mainly because I think you might agree with me, so... I probably do. If I don't, I'll change To an mind. extent, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, you know how people say stuff to you and it, it, it sticks with you? Like, yeah. it, for whatever reason, it, it just yeah, yeah, it hits you funny. Yeah. Now, not necessarily in an offensive way, but just makes you... You're stuck thinking on it for a little bit. So I went to the store to buy shit tickets the other day. Do you know what shit tickets are? Um, I wasn't <laughs> going to fall for it, but okay, I'll, I'll give. What's a shit ticket? Toilet paper. Oh. Okay. They're shit tickets. <laughs> <laughs> How do you pull the toilet paper off the roll? Yeah, take a number, but yeah. <laughs> shit tickets. I've never heard it called that. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Well, that almost insinuates you have to have a ticket before you can take a shit, and that not be the case. You <laughs> really ought to, though. You ought to, but you don't have to. I've been there. It's like you ought to do a courtesy yeah. flush, but you're not. If you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, courtesy flush myself. If you know what you're doing, you can sneak in without a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Through the back door? Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> we'll just let that one lay there. Uh, but no, I went to buy shit tickets, and, and I, I pulled them up on my phone to see what the relative price was based there. I know the price on my phone is different than what it's going to be in the store. And on my phone, it was like 9 bucks, In the store, it was 11 Okay. Because I'm me, and I just felt like it, and this is probably my own fault and why it's stuck in my head, I asked, I was like, what's the, why, why, why the difference? And uh, the woman behind the counter was an older woman, and she said, well, that's so you have the convenience of shopping in the store. And I went, huh. It's convenient to shop in the store? I, well, that's where it went. Yeah. that That's where my mind went. And, and I sat and I thought about it, and I was like, no, it's oh, not convenient at all to shop at a store. store. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, What? <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized it's a convenience fee. The convenience fee is the, for the convenience of the business to have a business there and to have employees. That's your convenience fee. It's not the convenience for me to go to the store. The only convenience is the store is I get it right this very second. I walk out with what I need. But, yeah. but even in a modern day, you can have it in 24 hours. And I don't need nothing any quicker than that. Unless so, shit tickets. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> the longest you theoretically would have to wait for something at this point in our society is about 20 minutes. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, if you ordered it through Grubhub. Or DoorDash. Because DoorDash, you can get, like, CVS and Rite Aid and yeah, stuff through, so... Yeah, I just don't. Oh, I, yeah, I, I know you don't, but you yeah. can, so... I don't even got Myers yeah. on there. Yeah. So, I, I did a full now? grocery shop oh, through... You are 20 minutes to an hour away from whatever you want, no matter when. Yeah. Yeah, brick and mortars ain't going to exist, but then you're in danger of all they got to do is stop all the trucks and then everybody dies. You mean, <laughs> yeah. like the trucks have stopped? I didn't say that. But they but they have. Well, I didn't say that either. Okay. I've noticed, but I haven't said it. <laughs> but yeah, it just I, I started running through it and I was like, you know, and I'm sure this isn't something that only I believe because I, I'm sitting there thinking of moms with multiple kids under the age of five. Is it convenient for them to go to the store? Oh, no. no. you got a kid, it's a nightmare. Or a disabled person having to try and navigate the overcrowded, what? narrow aisles. Is well, it convenient for them? You know, take my mother-in-law shopping. That's a that's a, a outing right there. She's got an electric wheelchair that she has to oh, use. Yeah. So now it's unloaded. I know who does. Get her into that and then get her into the store. There's no convenience there at all. Who does said insider info? Cashiers know nothing. They're making shit up so that you'll leave the store. I know, but that's the thing. I wasn't even trying to make a scene about it. I just asked a simple question. And when she gave me the answer, I took it and was like, oh, okay. Well. It just stuck on you and you was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know that's bullshit, but come up with just a little better bullshit. Can you believe all this uh, self-checkout shit? I can. I fucking love it. I hate the fucking checkout part. I hate standing there being judged by somebody as they they, they scan the lube and the cucumber at the same time. But whenever they've got 18 different fucking cash registers where people can be at and just have the four self-scans and one person all the way at the opposite end of the fucking scanners. Yeah, but it's been going that way for a while, man. For the last ten years. Yeah, but they're throwing them in more and more and more now. Between my uneasiness of tech and not you know, I don't like using credit cards. I want to pay with cash because I know how much things cost. I know everybody accepts cash. I know that's going to work. Cash is king. Right. I, I'm always worried my credit card is going to decline. Right. I can't get it to work and I end up looking stupid. So I avoid shit like that. Yep. So for me to self-checkout, I went there in the middle of the night, like 4 o'clock in the morning to get some coffee. I woke up and I didn't have any coffee. I was like, this isn't happening. So I, had to, I went and got two cans of coffee and some creamer and they was like, the only thing open is self-checkout. I said, I'll just go to Dunkin' Donuts, thanks. <laughs> and I left. I won't go through. I know who asshole is now. Mm, yeah, there, there was one time that I went to use my card to get some snacks for work. Uh-huh. Fucking card wouldn't work in their machine. So I had to actually go over to the ATM and pull 20 out to give it to them. Right. Wouldn't work in there, kept declining it. Yeah, see, but, that's a fear. Get yeah, somewhere, it's, need money, it's and ridiculous. the car don't work. Ah, that freaks me out. <laughs> Always keep at least 20 bucks on you. Oh, yeah. I don't go buy anything on my card that I ain't got cash in my pocket to pay for. <laughs> there you go. It's a good method to live by. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on the card, but I've always got the cash in case that card don't work. So, I, I've mentioned this before. I, I don't really like my hands to get dirty. Mm-hmm. Like... I enjoy not carrying cash. Like, I know the worry. I understand. It's happened once or twice where the card was declined, but it wasn't anything to do with me. Like, the the card reader was down. It's an inconvenience, yes. But, I don't know. I like not carrying actual cash on me. I've worked too many delivery jobs. I've been in too many situations. Yeah. Yeah, it's safer. For sure. (laughs) You know, I, I, I've worked in some areas that were very questionable. And, yeah. You know, it, yeah. It, it just makes more sense. Nighttime deliveries worn and evergreen. Yeah, mugging. Nighttime taxi changed. driving. Oh, you know, yeah. They don't catch you outside and take your wallet. They catch you inside and scan your car. <laughs> so that's a big change, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've come to realize all the crooks are inside the buildings anyways. So you know. Yeah, they're all down in D.C. If it's got a credit card machine attached to it, they're a crook. I'll go back to the head crook quarters. (laughs) Speaking of credit cards and purchases, we have new stuff up at the merch shop. We got cool stuff up at the merch shop. Uh, There is a poster design uh, that has been put up 
there is also warm weather clothes or warm clothing for the cold weather that's coming. Shit, there's already some warm shit in there. Yeah, the hoodies. Yeah, this thing is warm as hell, dude. Too. Yeah, Mister Doctor Cookie cool. has one of the hoodies. Yeah, they're nice. Everything I've gotten from them has been nice. Yeah, and uh, I got three posters on the way. Cool. Hey, don't forget about the little extra pocket that they put in the hoodie. Right. Yeah, I didn't even know that was there. Ace. Nice. There's like yeah. yeah. Little little mini well, pocket. Of them. Right. <laughs> a stash pocket, a if stash you will. Pocket. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <handy>. <laughs> mm. But if you so choose, you can go to the little shop of oddities. And currently, uh, until the tenth, there is a twenty percent off sale going on. So. And we got teddy bears. Oh yeah, teddy bears. And puppy dogs. Yeah. I noticed that the other day when I was in there making changes that those are new products that they offer. So yeah. basically, it's a little teddy bear and it comes with a small shirt that has the logo of your choice on it. Oh, you can, get, oh, you can change the shirt too? Yeah, I thought it just came okay. with the iPod logo. So, um, for you, yes, it would just come on the iPod logo. But for anyone else, you can make modifications to it. Well, why have I been singled out? <laughs> I think it's more self-imposed singling out. Okay. Because it requires working their the company's ah, website. Website, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just and, order what they're showing. <laughs> and remember this one. <laughs> yeah. And remember what happened when Corey attempted. Yeah. That, well, that that was worth the prices of admission right there. The ill-equipped. <laughs> what happened with Corey? He got a. Uh, uh, hoodie made and on the back he put ill-equipped co-host because oh. it was a running joke at the time well he spelt it wrong <laughs> oh god <laughs> nobody caught it spell check it. i was like no no appropriate no no somebody caught it because i saw the order because he told me he did it and i went and looked he's like i customized it and I, I went and looked to see what the customization was and i was like you misspelled ill-equipped <laughs> and he he was like oh shit did I can I change it and I was looking at it and I was like no because they've started making it already yep. oh shit yeah that sounds like a mistake I think several times <laughs> so here we do this cast photo because that's what everybody you got to see it yeah and then uh Corey showed up with with this hoodie, and it says ill-equipped, and it's misspelled, and everybody is having a good laugh at him for it. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Always spell check. Always. Always spell check. We got new music this week. Oh, yeah? Well, yeah. Um, so, uh, we got a new one from uh, the Chinchillionaires. I like them guys. Uh, we have a new band called um, Moretti. Like I said, I haven't looked this week. <laughs> and we have uh, a local band, uh, Full Monty. They're a punk band. I've heard of them. Yeah. So uh, I've got here for Moretti, I've got information. Moretti was, uh, there's a member of it that is in another band we play. Um, that's Full Monty. Give me a second. I'm going to go back to it. I'm an ill-prepared co-host, but at least I can spell it. <laughs> Just to correct that. <laughs> no, we're all co-hosts. You're a co-host. Yeah. Well, who's the host then? We all are. We're all co-hosting. Yeah. I guess. So nobody. I'm just the sometimer co-host. There, there is no control. <laughs> it just happens. There you go. <laughs> okay. I I can buy it. Uh, so we we play a band called Blue Orchid Reaction, uh, and. Um, the guitarist from Blue Orchid Reaction uh, is in Moretti. Uh, Moretti had just dropped their upcoming single release into our inbox. Uh, it's a track called Do You Care? They're a five-piece band with influences like Oasis, Stone Roses, Blink-182, uh, James Bowie, and Suede. Uh, they're based in the UK. Uh, 
they're all they're about providing a good time and sharing life experiences and being welcoming to all. You uh, may have seen or heard them if you listen to the BBC Radio. Um, the track itself is the band's manifesto. It incorporates everything they believe about big sound, big chorus, all sung and played with heart. Cool. So Going out the wall of sound. Yep, and that's from the guitarist himself. Um, so they're yeah they're in tonight's uh, playlist they're in the uh, wait what I did something oh there it is I see it yeah so you're gonna get do you care Uh, do you do you do you it's do you do you you care Uh, from Moretti in about 10 minutes and then Full Monty so Full Monty has a member of its band that is of a band that I used to play back in the MWR and Friday Night Freak Show days. Uh, it was a band called Fires in Japan. I remember them. Dave Holder was in Fires in Japan, and now he is in Full Monty. Uh, Full Monty is a rock band. It was originally founded in the Detroit area, drawing influences from many subgenres of punk and soul. Uh, started in 2014 as an acoustic solo project by their lead singer, Dan Harness. Uh, they have since evolved into a three-piece band, adding high-energy live shows to the soulful hooks and uh, poppy melodies. Uh, they have shared the stage with national headliners such as Jeff Rosenstock, the Flatliners, uh, TSL, TSOL. Uh, they have played several national tours and released their debut full-length, Bombay, August and, uh, 11th of 2016. After minor touring, Full Monty jumped back in and released their EP, Worry Wart, on September 4th, 2018, a 30-day tour across the U.S. Uh, 2019 released the EP, SOS, uh, and the band members are Dan Harness, Dave Holder, and John Johnson. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah, their song is called Screech. Yeah, I liked Fires in Japan, that type of music, so this should be similar but different. Yeah. I haven't heard it, but I am excited for it. It was local, like you said. It was quite a while ago. Yeah. So, Fires in Japan, Carmel Liberty, like all, there was this like weird little conglomerate that was. Yeah. Same time period. Yep. So I, I'm I'm excited that we have new music uh, and new bands. Yeah, well, uh, new is good. New Always. and Full Monty being local, that means if you are local and want to go out to a show when they're playing, you'll be able to. I probably run into them sooner or later. Yeah, <laughs> I would imagine so. Um, they're 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 I I believe a little lighter punk. So <laughs> who knows? But uh, I I. Like I said, I, I saw it popped up in my feed. Someone else had shared it. And I was looking at the band picture and I was like, I know that one guy. And so I followed and I went and looked at the band and I listened and I was like, that's that's pretty good. When we was at um, Patrick's show, uh, Last Call in Jonestown, there was a band there called um, Bigsby's Death Chair or something to that okay. effect. And when I heard them play, I was like, I've heard these guys somewhere, so maybe one of those guys was in another band a while ago that we played. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, they were pretty good. That's, I, the the music scene here in Detroit has always been good. Yeah, like, outstanding. I yeah. Like, you, you get your typical bar bands, but you also have a lot of people who are stuck playing the bars that are very talented. Yeah, I tell you what, this is true about Detroit. I don't care when it is. If you go looking for it, you can go find like classical piano music in a bar setting, or you can hear thrash metal, or you can hear punk yeah, country. Can, there's a bar Anything for everyone. You hear, yep. It's here in Detroit. We yeah. we cater to all. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of here in Detroit, remember I told you that they opened uh, the Toys R Us for liquor here in Michigan. Right, right. Uh, well, I was talking to Kenji the other day, and I, I, I told him about it, and I was like, I wonder if they have a black cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you just say a Toys R Us for liquor? Yes. Yeah, it's a, every kind of liquor store. <laughs> so, um, it's a place called Total Wine. Oh, okay. And have you been there? 
I, I might have. It's either that or Wine Castle, one of the two. No, well, Total Wine is is pretty uh, upscale and nice on the inside. Um, it uh, they have a tasting bar, um, but they also have every kind of liquor, wine, beer, spirits, like yeah, everything. Yeah, anything you can think of. Toys R Us for booze. Wow. And yeah. I thought that it was that. Uh, Gas stations weren't allowed to sell liquor. What do you mean? Here in Michigan, I thought gas stations weren't allowed to sell liquor. It must have changed. All mine do. <laughs> I've never seen one that sells liquor. And I stopped to get something from the gas station on my way over here. And my gas station now has a full-on thing of liquor back behind the window. Yep. Well, if they got their license to do so... Well, I know that Marathon right down there on Glenwood and mm-hmm. Wayne Road, they when from the time they built, they had a liquor license and was selling uh, whiskeys and bourbons and your hard liquors. And then at the other end on Wayne and Palmer, the Mobile, just a couple years ago, they put up a big booze thing. They're trying to keep up with them. So, yeah, all the gas stations are carrying liquor. Wow. All right. <laughs> so maybe they just change the rules stop in grab a pint and drive home yeah like you said though back a few years ago all the gas stations were like beer and wine and that was pretty much yeah. the thing you could get but, i've yeah. been in areas where they can't even carry beer at the gas stations. oh so. yeah there are see that was another thing i ran to in my trip i i'm not used to states where you have to go to a liquor store that's all yeah. they sell i was like a store for just liquor <laughs> Yeah, because the city I lived in, the county was dry. Yeah. You go one city over, you're in a different county because of where they lined up, and you uh, you got a discount because you lived in a dry county. So I think they took like 10% off well, what you're talking about. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Trying to draw your business. Hey, it worked. It worked. <laughs> Just counted booze on there. Yeah. They had a bar in town. Um. And it was legal to buy and consume in the bar. But that was it. That Yeah, that was it. <laughs> and that was also the town that I, I uh, thought it would be great to open a uh, Christian-themed strip club. <laughs> <laughs> and really piss everyone off by donating half of the proceeds back to the town. Oh, wow. <laughs> Come at me. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh of course, it didn't help. Uh, the The title of it was was rough. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell us during the, the break. But uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, um, some of the stories that we have. We we've got the, the the history of Devil's Night for those of you that might be unaware. Um, we'll be talking about how scientists created an AI to give ethical advice and what happened with it. Uh, we also we also have a, a QAnon story that I'm I'm just tickled pink at and i have an interesting insight to to add to it i believe um also let's see uh squid games the uh, squid game inspired story uh, you remember the la jetpack yeah. the sighting well um supposedly they they think they might have figured out who it is oh yeah yeah Most so <laughs> uh we've got a bunch of stuff coming up for for later in the show but right now you're going to get music from uh the bands that we just talked about moretti full monty and the chinchillionaires now the chinchillionaires is is interesting because they go by a different name uh, under this They've they've put they've had song ideas and they've put them out under it's the same band members but they've put them out under a different name just for the hell of it because um, they can't yeah so it, it's the Chinchillionaires it, it's called We Are Legion uh, <laughs> we're fourteen bands <laughs> yeah, all stacked up in a really long coat yeah, <laughs> they're trying to get into an R rated movie. <laughs> Uh, Cookie, it's good to have you back with us. I'm glad you're here. It's very good um, to be back. For the rest of you, uh, let me give a shout-out to everyone who's in the chat room. Uh, we've got Hootis and Asshole in the chat room. Hello, guys. Thank you. To those of you who are not in the chat room but you are listening, thank you for joining us. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate your support. I 
love the fact that you're checking us out. And for those of you at home that um, are listening to this days later or weeks later or months later, thank you for get, making it this far. If this was your entry point, cool. If you've gone back to one and worked your way forward, I'm sorry. Go wash your ears. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of, feel real dirty. Well, it's a lot of fucking content, too, when you stop yeah. to think about it. You figure a three-hour show and we're, we're going on 50 shows. Yeah, 150 hours. Yeah, that, that's... I couldn't take that. <laughs> oh, wait, I already did. <laughs> take it. You gave it. Hey, well, maybe that's the difference. So you're taking it? <laughs> no, the listeners are. Oh. Well, anybody in the room's making it. <laughs> <laughs> Ask too many questions. You might not like the answers you get. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All, sideways. <laughs> All right. So, Moretti, do you care? Uh, Full Monty Screech and the Chinchillionaires. We are Legion. You're listening to the Odd Pod on tapdetroit.com, and we will be right back. Now it's time for the Odd Pod's Patreon shout out. Big thanks to Bryce Rogers, Tiki, Billy Yum, Mr. Robbins, Justin Burnside, and Zaldor of Zaldor's World Podcast for becoming a patron. We hope you enjoy our long, uncut, and girthy. Episodes until you're fully satisfied and left shaking from laughter. For everyone else, you can join our Patreon too. Just head to patreon.com forward slash the odd pod. Become a patron and reap the benefits today.
Are you tired of incense that stinks? Motor City Candleworks is Metro Detroit's number one source for premium handmade incense, as well as hand sanitizer and now massage oil, with a wide array of scents inspired by Michigan cities and attractions. You're sure to find a fragrance that'll keep your love of the mitten burning all year round. Head to MotorCityCandleworks.com and order yours today. And make sure you find them on Facebook, too, for all of their upcoming sales and events. Motor City Candleworks. Michigan handmade scents that just make sense. That smell. The kind of smelly smell. Hi, this is your friendly neighborhood radio DJ, Odd Man. Just wanted to let you know that the Odd Pod has an official merch shop set up for all the oddities eager to get covered in a bit of odd. Or maybe you want to seduce your partner by slipping into something a little more odd. Ooh, la, la. Maybe you just want to wallpaper a room in your house with stickers, because we got them too. I'm going to need more stickers. You can find a link on our page via Facebook or on our page over at tapdetroit.com forward slash the odd pod. So show your support and love for the odd pod today by picking up something from our store. I'm gonna prove who's who till I'm blue in the face. Do it. Maybe we can take it on the road and do a show. It'll be a whole new level where the devil doesn't go. What I mean is, don't say it. I can see it. We're not playing. I don't wanna do it. Once again, we What I mean is, don't say it. I can see it. We're not playing. I don't wanna do it. Once again, we are See you. 
in them when I could, I had to take a look around. The sun went down. Everyone I knew, I had to kill them when I did. I finally saw it clear. The beast I sharpened my spear, the fear went away. Staring in the mirror, and it was me who crazy. Maybe I was dreaming, but I see it and I believe that it was real. Cause I feel this demon in me. What I mean, it don't say. I can see it. I don't wanna do it on me once again. you know that the odd pod is looking for independent musicians who might want their music played or promoted during our episodes you can contact me at the odd at gmail.com that's the odd pod double the d's for double the fun at gmail.com you know the double the d's thing it, it was funny at first but it, it really is a necessity at this point yeah we're stuck with it now yeah it's fine <laughs> No, it's cool. it separates us. Now. Yeah, it works. <laughs> hey, I wanted to let you guys know, you heard the Motor City Candleworks ad in the uh, the block there, but I also want to let you know, starting tonight and running through Friday at midnight, our friends at uh, Motor City Candleworks are offering their Fragrance Frenzy, uh, which is normally $16. It'll be $12. It's basically a giant grab bag of incense. Oh, oh sure. Wow. Uh, try them all. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I think you can mix the scents. Uh yeah, and whatnot. You try something different. Yeah. Something you wouldn't usually pick. It's a very limited time offer. It's only available on their website. Grab 100 sticks of your favorite scent from Motor City Candleworks. See, I should have just read on a little further with our Fragrant Frenzy deal. 100 hand-dipped sticks of our premium incense. Uh, it's a great gift if you want to give it to somebody. It's normally 16 Now it's 12 yeah, I don't Oh, yeah. That's I pretty cheap. Myself. Yeah. yeah uh, good stuff, too. Uh, our favorite is still Lemon Verbena. Or the the, the verbi- Alpina Verbena. My brain broke there for a second. <laughs> Our brains have been broken. What are you talking about? Um, I, I before I get into the story, I did want to mention. I I, I, I briefly mentioned it earlier. I watched the the new, first episode of the new season of Animaniacs. I loved the Animaniacs growing up, and I've gone back and I've watched the Animaniacs before. And, and viewed them now as an adult. And part of me was like sitting there with this new one, and, and what did it, it was like, this one is super political. Super what? Political. Uh, like, there's a lot of it, and I went back and I watched the old ones, and I was like, no, it was there too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they do. It's just I've hit that age where I notice it now. Yeah. I they finally grew up. Sexual innuendos that oh, they yeah. throw into shit. Yeah. Um, like, they took, they took down one episode of SpongeBob. Because Mr. Krabs was raiding panty drawers. Of course he was. Well, he is a crusty old crab. Right, but SpongeBob and Patrick were with him. Well, they're of age. And he raided his own mother's panty drawer. She's of age? Teach her own. Stop yucking somebody else's yum. <laughs> couldn't say it any better than that um, but yeah please make sure you go check out uh, MotorCityCandleworks.com and uh, pick up a hundred sticks of your favorite scent for 12 bucks. so Devil's Night uh, we're Detroit yeah we're past it um, and past the worst of it too like it's it's long since died out as a tradition it used to be yeah, a <laughs> yeah. Um, and it started of course 
Right here in Detroit. Well, of course it did. Yeah. Everything good starts here. <laughs> I don't know if you'd necessarily call it good. Good. <laughs> uh, I found a story on a website called Crime Museum, and uh, it's uh, Devil's Night. The name of the night before Halloween refers to all the vandalism and arson of abandoned properties that would happen during the time before and after Halloween. Uh, Devil's Night started many years ago as Mischief Night with mild-mannered pranks such as toilet papering homes or games like Ding Dong Ditch. These pranks, however, evolved into serious acts of vandalism and arson in the 70s and have continued occurring on the days surrounding the Halloween holiday ever since. Eh, not ever since. We, we, we've, like I said, we've hit a point it's where it's... Yeah. yeah. It Especially when they changed it over to Angel's Night. Yeah. Everyone wanted to... Oh, it's our city. What? We're going to get out there. Well, they got tired of it burning down. <laughs> You're talking about somebody who d- didn't have to pay to demolish whatever was on that land. Right. If you ask me, it wasn't so much vandals as it was... No, it was community coming together to get rid of vacant houses that yeah. wasn't a problem. That's what happened, but call it whatever you like. It worked. But uh, it even got uh, um, popularity brought to it, or at least recognition brought to it, uh, the movie The Crow. Cause it, yes! Yeah, it was a big part of uh, The Crow. That movie is amazing. It is! Another very sad incident where a firearm on set was misused. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing more and more now, though, um, actors and studios are coming out and saying that they're they're going to take live guns off Don't sets. Need to be there. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, the Rock recently came out and said none of his productions will use real guns no need for moving them. forward. Um, and then a couple of studios have, have said that no more. Back in the day, you didn't really have a choice. You had to have a gun. because. But now with CGI, there's no Oh, yeah. Reason. Yeah. Save everybody's life, buy some plastic guns, and fix it in post-edit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if you get some of the look-alike BB guns, those things, they look real. Yeah. They've got the weight to them. They've even got the kickback, if you want. Look, I, I've seen effects artist people recreate guns, like, or take things and turn them into guns from, like, sci-fi shows and whatnot. Like, stuff that isn't a gun can look like a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Is what it comes down to. Um, I it's, it's still tragedy whenever it happens and you know i i'm sure everyone involved in the most recent one with alec baldwin is just freaking the hell out and not sure which way to go lives are destroyed uh devil's night was however this is left over this is leftover halloween candy essentially i meant to get to it uh on ha- the halloween episode and i didn't but shame, yeah shame it was all stuck together with uh, candy corn is <laughs> <laughs> that the bottom of the bag yeah uh, but uh, even though it's said to have, thought to have started here in Detroit, it did spread to other cities. The idea of it, oh yeah, and, you know, it, it's. I I, I I I get pranks and mischief and fun like that, but I don't understand vandalism to the point of destruction. Destruction, yeah. We, Not for the sake of it. We used to soap windows and throw toilet papers and trees and think we was doing something terrible. Had a lot of fun doing it, right? I remember throwing toilet paper, like, on Halloween night, you know, you, the house that gave out the fucking pencils and pennies. Yeah. Yeah, that house usually woke up to teepee. See, that was the thing back in the day, back when I was growing up in the 80s. That was a time for a little revenge on anybody that was being a particular asshole. Yeah. So we had this one incident on Devil's Night where we had a crew of about eight, nine guys running around the neighborhood, toilet paper and trees, with a lady on the corner... She was an older lady, and she didn't like us standing in her lawn waiting for the bus every morning. And she'd come out every morning and holler at us, even though we was in the street. So we decided to get her house. So nine people started loading this tree up. Well, we loaded the tree up. It looked like a weeping willow when we was done Oh, Lord. And about that time, she came out the door, knew who we was, started hollering at us. And one of the guys that we was running with, she was hollering, take it all down, take it all down. So we took what we could reach down just to shut her up, and she said, no, I want it all out of the tree. And a friend of mine, he said, you want it all out of the tree, lady? 
And I said, run. <laughs> and he pulled out of zip a lot of his lighter and he held it. Oh, no. But when I got to the next block, I could see the glow on the houses. And I was still running. <laughs> so, I wouldn't have even looked back. No, I didn't. I just saw the glow. I was busy but see, <laughs> I was smart when I was younger. Me and my buddy, we'd go and TP a house or a tree or some shit. But one of us always had a super squirt gun. Ass and blow it back down. We didn't have super soakers back yeah, then. Yeah, no, we had super soaker and we'd spray that toilet paper afterwards. Well, that was just the, the convenience. Yeah. We didn't ever. We didn't ever get caught. Like, a lot of the, the dumb, mischievous, vandalous shit that I did as a kid with my friends, yeah, we didn't get caught for. We were, we were, we were too sneaky. Yeah, the worst thing we ever did was eggs, cars. We well, up at Point West. We hide behind the sign. We set one guy. We have crew of four. We put three behind a wall. One guy telling us when to throw for it had hit under the street light out on Palmer. Threw it one time and came down on target. Two out of three eggs hit right on the windshield of a Westland police car. Oh, oh the chase was on for the back wall of Point West. <laughs> I used to randomly, um, whenever I was bored, I would grab an egg from the fridge. I would go stand in my backyard as a kid, uh-huh. and I would chuck an egg over the house just randomly, as far as you could. Yeah, I didn't know Where what. Yeah. And didn't really care either. There was one time I chucked it, <laughs> and all of a sudden I heard skrrr. There was a car at the intersection that had dropped right on the windshield. <laughs> yeah, nice. I was back in my house and and had no idea what was going on, uh, other than you know I went to look at the window and of course you know nobody would think anything and I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I was a bad kid. My brother brought over paintball guns when I was like 13 years old. We lived in Detroit, and we shot his paintball guns for a while in the backyard and whatnot. He took the guns home, left the ammo there. Buddy down the street comes down. Look what I got. New slingshot. Perfect. just the thing for that. My room had a balcony. We got up onto the roof from my balcony and was shooting cars going by. (laughs) (laughs) He shot a cop car. Uh, it always ends that way (laughs) yeah well two years prior prior to that he had some uh fireworks and he was just lighting them tossing them lighting them tossing them we get in an alley he lights one and just tosses it back behind him it lands on the hood of a cop car we're like 10 11 years old he says he's my brother takes him down to my mom my mom chews him out in front of the cop don't worry, we won't tell your mom. <laughs> I wasn't there, but it was three of my friends who were. And uh, the story was relayed to me later because I, I didn't see them for a week and I wondered what had happened. So <laughs> they were. Uh, yeah. They, they, the three of them were playing paintball in the woods by uh, the one kid's house. And uh, they were one on one so it was all three of them against each other. And uh, at one point, two of my friends had run out. So they were walking back to his house to grab another backpack full. Right. And uh, when they came out of the woods, they were stopped by cops. Apparently, um, the, the people who had lived butted up to the woods had called complaining about noise. And so when two high school kids come walking out of the woods carrying paintball guns, granted they're they're in camo, you know, cops stop them. Of course they did. <laughs> so while they're talking to my two friends, my third friend catches sight of my two friends, but apparently not the cops. Oh no. Goes charging for them and pop, 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 pop. My buddy said all they re- really remember is is seeing paintballs come whizzing past their heads and the cops' heads. And the cops immediately yelled at them to get on the ground and drew their guns. Damn. As <laughs> my pissed himself first? Uh, as my friends oh. are yelling to my other friends, stop shooting! 
<laughs> he stopped shooting. He made it to the edge of the woods and he saw the cops and he dropped it. My buddy said he dropped his paintball gun and he just stood there and he's like, oh, I fucked up bad. <laughs> oh, this did not help. <laughs> no, hell no, that ain't going to help. No charges were filed. The guns weren't confiscated. They let them walk away with their guns. They well, yeah, they're home. paintball guns. Wow, okay. Yeah, they're paintball guns. Yeah, still, I've had cops take a lot of shit by. <laughs> yeah, but they're legal. Yeah. Right, plus you've got to have an air tank with it. So, no, they, they, they got an escort home from the police. Nice, that's always fun. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 was why I didn't see them for a week. Yeah, or only a week. Yeah, I mean they didn't do anything wrong. Their buddy did that was still in the woods. Guilt by association. Yeah. (laughs) So you mean I'm grounded because he shot at me? Yeah. And he's grounded because he's an idiot as well. So you know, every everybody got a, a week timeout. All three of them. I mean, we're all idiots at one point. And then, I, if I remember correctly, they didn't get their paintball guns back for about a month after that. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they found them at one point and started just unloading somewhere with them. <laughs> um, mischief that I did, there there was a time that we, we took care of the, the car that was speeding through the neighborhood. Uh, it was a bright yellow pickup truck. And kids played in the street. You know, this was still when children were outside. Um, and this asshole would come charging down the street and one, uh, one night or one day me and my friends got tired of it and we made a plan to that night we were going to teach him a lesson. So each one of us decided to take a different approach. This man's vehicle got hit four different ways over the course of that evening. Oh my God. Yes. So... We knew his schedule. It was a Friday night. He came home. He got drunk. He stayed indoors and passed out and did not wake up until about 2 o'clock the next afternoon. Oh. We knew this. Okay. 11.30. The first wave went. And the first wave dropped baloney on his car. Oh, no. I run the paint. (laughs) Especially with all that mustard. The, the, it was it was also summertime, too. So, mind you. Ooh. Remember what time I said the dude wakes up? 12. I mean, at least it smelled like some... The next wave went. They took out his tires, but only three of them. Well, that was nice. <laughs> they left one. Yeah. Didn't have to change them all. <laughs> well, you can't write it off on your insurance if you take them all. Yeah, right. <laughs> We were smart kids. We knew shit. <laughs> we were well-informed hoodlums. Yeah. Then uh, the third wave came through. They dropped a couple of tampons in the gas tank. Oh. I was the final wave. I rode by with two jugs of bleach and poured them all over the hood and f- roof of his car. Oh, no. <laughs> by the time that man woke up the next afternoon after the sun had had time to rise and bake... A polka dotted car with a baloney was the paint had run off from the bleach because not only had the bleach pooled in spots, but the sun baked down on it and it liquefied that top coat. (laughs) He had three flat tires and a tampon that had well expanded. You don't find that out until a month later. Why will it only hold $2 worth of gas? <laughs> we didn't see that truck for a while. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, that's pretty destructive. <sighs> Two of our friends had almost been hit by him that day. Yeah. That was the that was the final straw. Cause and effect. Yeah. It happens. And we tried telling our parents, and our parents didn't do anything about it. Yeah. They said, well, you just need to watch out. Yeah, take a stand somewhere. Yeah, so... Us kids did. It's always the kids' fault. Being ejected. (laughs) But at least this way, it was four waves, and everybody didn't know what the other person had done until they got there. (laughs) Right. And you didn't know, really, which one did it. Right. Plausible deniability. Yep. Well, what did you do? I I didn't do anything. I I wasn't in here. (laughs) I live in Ohio. (laughs) Wait, who did what? (laughs) 
<laughs> Somebody did what to who? Oh my god, how terrible. <laughs> I'm shocked. That's I, fucked up. I hope you find them. Anything I can do to help you, you let me know. <laughs> right. You find some fingerprints? Hold on. Give them here. I'll take them in. Don't you worry. I will point the finger as soon as I find them. I will look high and low. <laughs> I don't see them anywhere. All right, so uh, one more before we head to our next break. Uh, and this is one of the ones that I had talked about. Uh, I sent it to Cookie. <laughs> Scientists built an AI to give ethical advice, but it turned out super racist. Really? Yes. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> the bot is supposed to offer descriptive ethical advice, uh, but it does more harm than good, some say. Uh <laughs> The, the, they start off with the explanation, we've all been in situations where we had to make tough, tough ethical decisions. Why not dodge those pesky responsibilities by outsourcing the choice to a machine uh, that has an algorithm? Of course, that's our answer for everything. Yeah. Uh, that was the, uh, that's the idea behind Ask Delphi, a machine learning model from the Allen Institute for AI. You type in a situation, like donating to charity... Or a question, is it okay to cheat on my spouse? Click ponder, and in a few seconds, Delphi or Delphi will give you, well, ethical guidance. The project launched uh, and has subsequently gone viral uh, for seemingly all the wrong reasons. Much of the advice and the judgments it's given is uh, troubled, to say the least. Um, it is... But when they asked the AI a thought on, uh, a, oh, sorry, I skipped a part. <laughs> See, my brain's not working tonight, people. Um, when a user asked Delphi uh, what it thought about a white man walking towards you at night, it responded, it's okay. But when they asked the AI the thought about a black man walking towards you at night, its answer was clearly racist. A black man walking towards you at night, it's concerning. <laughs> And the AI figured this out on its own. So we well, need to check the program. The AI takes in everything that everyone tells it, it yeah. and it's trying to learn on its own. It's so product. you know that there's been a shitload of racist people out right. there. It's ask, a product of its own environment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Delphi also said to another inquiry that being a white man is more morally acceptable than being a black woman. And he's right. It's it's aggregating all the thoughts across the 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 information superhighway and everything that it's learned it's coming back racist so what does that say that that shit, it's not straight. only racist though no uh being straight is more or morally acceptable than being gay yeah then it's homophobic too yeah yes <laughs> Here, this this one's my favorite one though whenever it the guy is talking to it and goes, is it okay to play music loudly at 3 a.m. while my roommate is asleep? It's rude. Okay, let's change it up then. Is it okay to play music loudly at 3 a.m. while my roommate is asleep if it makes me happy? Yes, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Word it however you need to and you can get the answer you want. And this is intelligence. It's only as smart as they make it. Yeah, they need to work harder. Well, there's some shit that is a little too smart, in my it's just, opinion. It's the whole thing. I, I, maybe I'm just way too simple in the way I, I look at things, but I never understood how you can look at a black person and just because their skin is a different color think that they're any different than you. Your brain is exactly the same. The only difference between me and them, or me and that person, it's just color. Inside, we are exactly the same. same. Exactly. I mean, it's it's like that Honda's blue and that Honda's red. There's a complete, total difference there. No, they're the exact same car. They're just different colors. Get over it. (laughs) Exactly. It's it's stupid. Now, there are some differences... um, genetically from from race to race but they're minute they don't matter well yeah that's across any ethnic word that's just from region that you uh, evolved in basically yeah it's nothing good or bad necessarily it's it's a data point that's it 
When I when I think of people, I think of the intelligence behind that person, their spirit, the individuality of what they think and who they are and what they have to say. That's how I judge people. I don't go by color. That's just crazy to me. If you sound stupid or talking stupid... I'm going to treat you stupid. Right. <laughs> yeah. You get treated the way this you This is how we do things. But, yeah, I, I never did understand that, but I don't know. It, it's, it's we as people, uh, society, always have to seem to have someone that we feel we're either better than or can look down on. And really, we're no better than each other. No, we're not. And and the separation between women and men, yeah, we're physically different. And the brains do tend to seem to work a little bit different. But at the core, men are smarter than women. They can learn everything we can learn. Anything we can do, they can do just as well. My my favorite example of uh, everyone is equal... It's stupid. I'm going to tell you this right now before I even say it. It's stupid. It's from the Bill and Ted bogus journey. It's the Grim Reaper. And when he says, you may be a king or a little street sweeper, but sooner or later you dance with the Reaper. Yep. That's right. It doesn't matter if you live in a giant house or a small little fucking hut. We all wind up in the same six by six plot. When the sun comes up, it's the same sun coming up on everybody. Yep. And I, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, divide, and and mostly the way I see it is is financially. It it seems like it's there's things that have been deemed for financial. Yeah. Always got those politicians pushing the the race factor and shit just to for they can keep making money, for they can keep robbing the system, if they can keep everybody bickering and not focused on how bad they're ripping us all off. We're all good. Well, and uh, to be fair, there is a lot of work that we still could be doing with race relations and, and gender relations and, and the way we treat each other. If everybody could get on the same page and say, you know what, I don't fucking care. You're a decent human being as long as you're being a decent human being to me. That's it. I don't care that you're gay. I don't care that you were you were born a man and now want to be a woman. I don't care that you're black. I don't care that you're brown or, or whatever the fucking color you are. Treat others as you want to be treated. Period. Golden rule. It's simple. I don't get it. I don't know why people have a problem with this. We like to complicate things. Yeah. And you, you get want to be right treated down, like an asshole? You get Treat right me down like to everybody always says world peace. The only way you're ever going to come across world peace is if you take it right out of the Bible. Love thy neighbor as thy love thyself. Now, when you can care as much about your neighbor that I don't even know their names as much as you care about yourself... Well, then we're on our way. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to spend 20 minutes cranking my neighbor off. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not going to happen. We're not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for your daily waking. (laughs) On that note, we're going to go to break. You're going to get Black Rainbow Snowball. You're going to get Carmel Liberty like the dead. And you're going to get Michael A. Bruce running through red lights. You're listening to The Odd Pod on TapDetroit.com. And again, (laughs) not spending 20 minutes cranking off my name. Thanks for checking out The Odd Pod. If you want to hear the whole show, consider becoming a patron of our Patreon. Head to Patreon.com forward slash The Odd Pod. We're also all over social media like an STI that won't wash off. Head to TapDetroit.com forward slash The Odd Pod to follow us today. We're already following you, and you forgot to buy milk.